Hello, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Health Tech Pigeon podcast. This week's a little different. We'll be doing a Health Tech Christmas quiz, looking at all the news stories from the last 12 months. Joining me today, we have Somex's very own Jingle Bell Taylor, Jessica Parr, Merry Christmas, Ho Ho Hugh Penson, special guest Dr. Steve Crostmus, and your host, me, Henry Stone Dooley. Those were pretty weak, let's be honest. Steve, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hello, I'm really good actually. Thanks, Henry. Um, I just want to say I really love your your very deliberate introduction to the podcast, making your uh, podcast editor's job very very easy. I just thought it was very profesh. I wanted to comment on it as a little like Christmas present to you in the form of a compliment. I I will take that as probably the best present I'll get this year. Jared, our podcast editor, is borderline genius and. Um, it's always weird that we have this one-way communication method with him where we just talk to him while we're recording. <laughs> but the thing is, every time you say something nice about Jared, that's another thing Jared has to edit out of the podcast. So they're the most backhanded compliments imaginable. That's possibly the worst, yeah, the worst compliments Jared ever receives. Sorry, He's Jared. listening to this now and just going, <laughs> oh, Christ, what, what a... Oh, what you know doing? you've made it meta. That's even worse. <laughs> Let's crack on with the podcast. I'm going to explain the format and then we'll quiz, okay? So we've got two teams, four players, four rounds, and then a brief interlude from one of our favourite journalists, Business Insider's Riddy Kanetka, who's going to talk to us about her favourite stories from this year. Let's meet the teams. In the red corner, we have Somex's very own Belle Taylor and Dr. Steve Cross. Belle, Steve, welcome aboard. How are you feeling? Very Christmassy, Henry, if I'm honest. Although sad that I'm not going to be Jingle Bell throughout the whole of this episode, just in the intro. Um, but you're, I'll you're hold Jingle it Bell every December of your entire life, Belle. I know. You know. I think you can take an hour I off know. while you do what is, let's be clear, a work thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. Let's not lie on the clock. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think How are you feeling, Steve? I'm absolutely frozen. I'm recording in my shed where my radiator has caught fire. So I've had to throw that out before it burnt my shed down. So I can see my breath. Steve, why are you in a shed? This hasn't been properly explained yet. Like, what's the story behind you living in a shed? I don't live in a shed. So I do all my like video conferencing from a shed because uh, I have young children and they would trash all of the complicated videos and lights and all this other stuff that's here. Have you not put the children in the shed and then you can use the house? It's minus five in here. You go to prison for putting children oh. places like this. Well, <laughs> at least it feels festive. <laughs> I don't think they've got that bit of festivity yet. They're much more focused on the presents than the freezing to death element. <laughs> Put some presents in the shed. Everyone's happy. <laughs> you, can, you can really spot who on this call has children, can't you? Right. Belle and Steve, do you have a team name sorted? Yeah, well, we talked about a million puns. We we worked through um, just trying to, because pigeon's very hard to pun on. So we did a lot of bird names. For a while, we were going to be called Crisperagrin Falcon, but that didn't quite work. I wanted to call us um, Babylon-tailed skewer um, health, but that's another terrible uh, <laughs> farmer medtech pun. So what I've decided to go for is we're just called GSK, but it stands for Get Some Christmas. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. That's fabulous. Well done. Let's move over to the green corner where we've got a Somex double header. It's Hugh Penson and Jess Farmery. Hugh, Jess, Merry Christmas. Feeling festive? Merry Christmas. I found my favourite Christmas jumper today and I put it on especially for this episode. So no one Again, can see great. it. I appreciate that. <laughs> I liked the lean I liked the leaning back so we could get a full <laughs> the view. Full just for the, the tree. <laughs> 
Yeah, we haven't quite mastered the audio format yet, have we? Q, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm absolutely psyched for some competition. And, you know, I think Jess's jumper is going to give us the yes. luck, the festive spirit. We need to get through it and then we can just chill. And um, you obviously will have a team name as well. What have you got to compete with Get Some Christmas? Uh, we are Santa's Little Jingle Pigeons. <laughs> Nice. We, yeah, we spent we... a good two minutes thinking of that one. Jared, do you want to edit out a three-minute explanation of how puns work? <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> right, so two titans of the quiz world, Get Some Christmas and Santa's Little Jingle Pigeons going head-to-head. Sledge Pigeons for sure. Oh, right, okay, fine. Um, I'm just going to do the whole version. Um, going head-to-head for absolutely no reward. It wouldn't be a quiz without buzzer sounds. Uh, Belle and Steve, your buzzer goes like this. And Jess and Hugh, your buzzer goes. Which is the popular Unication Alpha Elite Motorola Advisor Elite pager tone from the late 90s, um, which I thought I'd use because it was a very popular NHS pager. Why not? Now, rules are very simple. Four rounds. First to buzz gets to answer in the first round. If you get it right, the point is yours. If you don't, it passes over to the other team after five seconds. I do not have high hopes for for myself here. You'll be fine. (laughs) You'll be fine. Let's kick off. Right, round one, the 12 months of health tech. I'm going to ask you eight questions about health tech stories over the last 12 months. Fingers on your pages. Let's go. In February this year, the merger of two NHS bodies was announced. Which two? I think that has to go to Santa's Little Jingle Pigeons. Hugh? Uh, NHS X and NHS Digital. That is correct. NHS X and NHS Digital. Sorry, there used to be a thing called NHS X, like a late night adult... Version <laughs> of the NHS. It how was, was all that just ever smooth jazz? And, uh... <laughs> how, how was that ever a thing? It's it like you've merged it with NHS Digital, but don't worry because NHS Lates is still a separate <laughs> organisation. You can't tell me that was ever a real thing. That's the first just made up question. Hundred percent. It was Matt Hancock's idea, and we all know that Matt Hancock is a is a smooth smooth man, so it makes sense. Um, <laughs> There is actually a bonus point question for this that anyone can buzz into. So bonus point, what lasted longer, defunct social media platform Google Plus or NHSX? All doctors to the ER. Google Plus. Steve is correct. Good buzzing, Steve. That was what's technically known as just fucking get in and have a guess. Exactly. 50-50 50% chance. You, sen- you sensed a pause and you took it. You took well, that. also, like, I heard of Google Plus at some point, so it must have lasted longer than... <laughs> NHS.xxx or whatever it is that Henry and Matt Hancock have been sharing. If you are, them. if you're listening, please don't Google NHS.xxx. No one, no one needs to see that. All right. Question two, one point apiece there. So there's only two bonus points in this round. So that was one of them. Question two, which West Coast rapper invested $15 million in the Amazon of cannabis in March this year? Jess? Oh, wait, no. No, no, no. That's when I retract my buzz. Ooh, it gets Stephen Bell. The question is yours. Which West Coast rapper invested $15 million in the Amazon of cannabis in March this year? What What on earth is the Amazon of cannabis? Who knows? Is it Shaquille O'Neal or is he a basketball player, not a rapper? He's a very much a basketball player and it's not your turn. And DJ, <laughs> don't forget, he's also DJ Diesel. So, And he did yeah. release... There is a Shaq rap album from the late 90s. It's as bad as you think it is. I think it's actually arguably worse. Uh, Bell, Steve, you're looking for an answer. <laughs> what have it, you got? I mean, I'm Googling and whiz- You can't Google it, Bell. That's not the point of the quiz. Anyone can get the answers if they Google them. 
that, that this question is devoid. It was Snoop Dogg. It was the dog father himself, formerly Snoop Lion. Uh, I knew it was. It was Amazon of cannabis. No googling the answers. This is outrageous. Is the cannabis? Is the Amazon of cannabis called? The Amazon of Cannabis.com or what? Is, I mean, does it have a name? Because Belle's probably thinking of its real legal name. That's why she didn't get the. Uh, it's Cansativa Group, which is a um, a cannabis blockchain enabled thing. It's not particularly exciting. So definitely not a scandal. No. <laughs> <laughs> it involves both blockchain and weed. And it's like, yeah, this is a real business. Yeah, totally. I couldn't possibly comment. Let's move on to question three. <laughs> In June this year, former health secretary, and we've had a lot of them, former health sec Sajid Javid said the NHS was a blockbuster health system in an age of what? Oh, Jess Farmery. Netflix? Correct, yes. It was, yeah, the very same week the tech giant's share price fell through the floor. Javid showed all the awareness we've come to love from this administration by claiming the NHS was a blockbuster health system in an age of Netflix. A point there to Santa's little jingle pigeons. What a ridiculous job I have saying sentences like that. Okay, question four. In August, what type of health tech was used to separate conjoined twins in Brazil? That's fine, Ray, go for it. Um, was it remote surgery, like VR surgery? It was VR surgery, nice. Very well done. Jess, yeah. is, Jess is in PR, so she knows Yeah, I mean, my, my, my job is to read health tech news, um, so I think it will be... Yeah, you should advantage. be getting these answers. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is why the later rounds are much more equitable and anyone could guess them. So well, you can, there's the old sports adage, you can only beat the team that's put in front of you. So I don't think you should slag Jess off just for being good. <laughs> it's a very yeah, millennial thanks, place. If anything, Jess being good at her job must make your job a lot easier. I think we should, we, should, yeah, we, should, yeah, we should be worried if I wasn't getting these answers right because it would very much mean that I wasn't doing my job. <laughs> It's a very millennial problem that the winner is the person who reads the paper, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to the next question. Question five. One of the biggest raised stories in UK health tech this year happened in August, as which UK-based care app raised $320 million? Oh, Hugh, go for it. Is it Sarah Care? It is Seracare, yes. Seracare launched just six years ago and now valued at over a billion pounds, which is pretty impressive. Okay, question six. A French startup raised 158 million euros in May this year. The company, a health insurance company, has a common male first name as its name. But what is it? Brian, Nigel, Keith or Alan? Jess. I'm going to guess here. I think it's Alan because that's a French name. The, The others are not very French. That was my guess. It is, Alan. But I do like the idea of a health tech company called Keith. Um, and I think this is something we should work on. All right. Rapidly going through these. Health tech, the superior industry, raised more than fintech this year in how many months? How many months this year did health tech raise more than fintech? Oh, that's the most Henry question. I knew that was going to be in here. I should, I should definitely revi- revise that. All doctors to the ER. I'm just going to guess because why not? Yeah. Um, eight. It is not eight. No. Going over Ooh. to Justin Hugh. Five. It is five, yes. Nice. Um, they've got finance in their title and we still managed to beat them five times, which makes me immeasurably happy. Right, let's move on. Can we, can we, can we do a quick points check? Because I feel like some of jingle pigeons are doing quite well right there now. Are, wait for the end of the round, there points, please. There are points checks at the end of each round. Don't you worry. So this is the final question of the round and there is a bonus round. Bonus question, sorry. Which Google platform announced plans to help people in the UK find credible health information online by verifying genuine health experts? 
which Google platform announced plans to help people in the UK find credible health information online by verifying genuine health experts. All doctors to the ER. Yes, Steve. I would like to say YouTube. That is the correct answer, yes! Steve. YouTube, yes. Nice. YouTube will be verifying in the same way that Twitter used to. Um, so bonus question. Sorry, I just ran through in my head what Google platform other than Google hasn't yeah. spectacularly yeah. crashed Google, and burned I was like, dust. Gmail? <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> it is YouTube. So bonus question. Either team can buzz in on this. In what year did Google buy YouTube? All doctors to the ER. Bell. 2016. No. You. 2015. It's 2006. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I thought it was quite recently. No, no. So it's, uh, it's been going on a while. And they bought it for one and a half billion in, in 2006. What a boring fact. Um, let's, uh, let's tally up the scores. I think we probably know who's won that round. Oh, how um, dare you. We're just I'm, waiting. I'm glad we We're scored any. I think the, I the thing is, right, it's about expectations. We knew Jess was going to wipe the floor, but yeah. the good news is we've still left a few crumbs on the floor. Exactly. Ripe for a pigeon pecking. We were expecting a spotless floor. It's very, very early days. There are, there are a lot of rounds to come, which I feel like I will not be my strong seat. So I'm going to mop up some points whilst we can. The next round is our down round. Yes. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Well, lovely investment pun there. Uh, okay, so at the end of that round in, uh, in last or second, uh, to be more polite, we have um, Get Some Christmas with two points. And uh, way out in front, like Rudolph, we've got Santa's Little Jingle Pigeons with a whopping six points. I mean, Henry, you say we're last, but you haven't got any points. That's just yeah. the Christmas spirit. It's the spirit of giving, right? I'm giving you the points yeah. in the name of Christmas. Nice. Thanks. Uh, right. So, yeah, Belle, Steve, uh, you've explained what happened there. Um, I think we can move on to the next round, which is a little bit different. I have with me the Health Tech Wheel of Misfortune. Can we have an ooh for the Wheel of Misfortune? Ooh. <laughs> Always Quite I wasn't sure what tone you wanted because misfortune isn't really like an ooh, you know. What? You know, it could be. So uh, on the wheel of misfortune are five health tech topics and five mediums. We're going to spin the wheel and you'll get a topic and a format to write about it in. The topics are health tech, biotech, the NHS, the Department of Health and Social Care and the SAG. Uh, and the mediums are limerick, the opening verse to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, a haiku, interpretive dance and a Christmas cracker joke. Is interpretive dance going to work? It's a podcast, no, Henry. I, We've been through this. I really hope no one gets the dance on. We could. I, Jess, podcast. I'm more than happy to describe your interpretive dance <laughs> okay, in cool. extreme I'll do dance, detail then you voice for the listeners. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Great. yeah. And now her left arm is moving to the right. right. To well, the right. Uh, yeah. We'll spin the wheel. We'll spin the wheel and you'll have five minutes to make some lyrical magic while I talk to Riddy Kanetka from Business Insider about her favourite health tech stories from 2022. So, Belle, Steve, ready for me to spin the wheel? Yeah. If you must. I'm terrified of what this might come out as. Well, Steve, you've got biotech uh, in the form of a limerick. Off you go. Hugh and Jess, ready? As will ever be. Spin away. All right, let's spin. Come on, interpretive dance. Come on, interpretive dance. Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince. Uh, annoyingly, you've also got a limerick. Uh, and your theme is health tech. Are you up to the challenge? Born for it. All right, I'm going to go speak to Riddy Kanetka. I will see you all in five minutes. 
Fab. So while the teams are writing their Christmas limericks, I am going to do a brief interlude. I've been joined by business insiders Riddy Kanetka. Riddy, welcome to the podcast. Lovely to meet you. Great to have you on. So Riddy has covered some incredible health tech stories over the last 12 months, and we thought what better way to wrap up 2022 than by having her tell us about one or two of her favourite stories from the last 12 months. Riddy, what's caught your eye over the last year in health tech? Um, So as someone who started covering the beat quite recently, I went in with a strong interest in women's health and mental health. Um, And two of my favourite stories this year have been focused on women's health and fertility. Both of those sectors had a really bad year in 2021, but with the tech downturn, they've been the most disproportionately affected within health tech, which is not surprising, but disappointing nonetheless. Um, But there's a lot of innovation in the sector and so one of the stories I've really enjoyed reporting on is a visual feature. So I visited um, an egg freezing lab. It's called Tomorrow and it's based in New York and they expanded into London this year. And the startup basically creates a new set of automated technology, which helps with the egg freezing process. Um, previously, it was very archaic egg freezing is usually handled in a manual way, which if you consider how expensive and risky the process is, it only adds to the risk. Um, But Tomorrow, which is backed by some big names like Peter Thiel, have developed technology using robotics, which automates the egg freezing process. So eggs and embryos don't have to be handled or stored by hand. They're basically moved around by little robots and managed in this big machine. Um, It was a great article to report on because I got to visit their office and it was very much akin to walking onto the set of a Black Mirror episode. Um, There was just this massive machine in the middle that employees were working around and it felt very futuristic. Um, And actually seeing the tech in person is a completely different experience to writing about it behind a screen. Um, And I think the landscape around this, so... The UK government recently passed a law, so the threshold for egg freezing or storing frozen eggs is now 50 years, which A, is slightly crazy to think that 50 years later your eggs could be, you know, harvested into real children, but also it's a really bankable opportunity for a lot of fertility clinics, so we'll see how the space evolves, and it was super exciting to report on. That's fascinating. So... As a reporter who's who's relatively new to the beat, how often do you get to go and visit the technology companies you're writing about? Um, that's an interesting question because a lot of what I've covered so far has been digital health um, and very little has been hardware or deep tech. So not very often is the answer, but I'm trying to make more in-person lab visits like a priority for the coming year because I think seeing the tech is super important and Um, if you throw it back to Theranos when they didn't allow anyone to look at their labs and we see what happened. So yeah. It's like you're part of the pigeon family already. We throw back to Theranos on an almost weekly basis. So aside from tomorrow, um, was there any other story this year that you've covered that really excited you, really caught your imagination? So another one of my favourite pieces, again, in women's health, (laughs) I have a bit of a niche, but um, it was a piece where I looked at the impact of Apple's health rollout on smaller women's health startups. So we know that Apple is quite an established giant in the wearable space. And after speaking to some investors, 
um, they highlighted that certain women's health startups who offer the same function as the Apple Watch might have a hard time competing against this big tech giant. Um, so it was great to speak to a bunch of women's health investors and founders and also Apple about what their rollout of you know, their wearables device and their fertility features is going to mean for smaller health tech startups, especially in women's health. Um, there's a lot of challenges, no doubt. Um, for example, differentiation is a key factor. Apple recently rolled out temperature sensors, which can track ovulation and, you know, when your period might be coming and why it's delayed. Um, if a smaller startup is offering the same feature, there's concerns that, you know, Apple are going to dominate that market. So investors outlined a lot of opportunities that can be born out of this. Smaller startups can create communities that cater to users and their personal experiences, which is something that Apple doesn't necessarily offer. Um, and there's also opportunities for startups to be acquired by Apple. Um, even though Apple are quite opaque about their acquisition strategy, investors were kind of optimistic that Apple are putting women's health on the map by moving into the sector and by spotlighting it, it might actually fare out better for startups in the sector, which has been traditionally overlooked. Really, that was fascinating. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Hopefully we can get you to come back on the pod as a guest for one episode in the future. Yeah, looking forward to it. Brilliant. Well, look, enjoy the festive period. We're going to go back now and hear some terrible, terrible limericks from the rest of the Health Tech Pigeon team. Right. Okay. Who would like to go first with their limerick? Um, Hugh and I will go first with ours. Um, ours is actually a special present for any longtime listeners of the podcast um, because we're bringing back one of our favourite recurring characters. Um, Hugh, I don't know. If, do you want to read out? Uh, sure. And by recurring characters and longtime listeners, we mean the last three to four weeks of the podcast. So, you know, that's... That's the kind it's of expectation we have. It's the, the fast-moving world you will work in, isn't it? It's incredible. Is this you guys announcing Apologetic Gilet as an actual company? Yeah, surely. No, no, don't, don't no spoilers for that, Henry. That's coming right. in a later episode. Do not spoil Apologetic Gilet. <laughs> I won't. Sorry, uh, we're, we're waiting on a really. You know, we're waiting on to close our first round, and like, <laughs> no, our patents have to come through before we can mention it to anyone. Right. This is literally nonsense for anyone who doesn't work in the Sonic team. So, Hugh, hit us with your health tech limerick. A sassy robot from Kent to clean hospital wards was sent. It told bad jokes all day and got in everyone's way, and that's how the NHS budget was spent. That's genuinely beautiful. That's probably one of the best health tech stories of the last year, which was that Darren Valley Hospital employed a robot cleaner, which turned out to just tell bad jokes and be a, a bit sassy with everyone and not do any cleaning. I love that. I'm I'm going to award that the full five points. Uh, is this? It was this robot cleaner, just like me with a cardboard box over my head. Yes, I don't it, understand the story. You would have done a better job at cleaning a hospital. Who who put <laughs> sassy joke circuits in essentially a mop? I don't understand. It's R two D two with a mop underneath it, and they decided to just give it a bit of um, pizzazz. I guess. Yeah, I like it. That was a brilliant, brilliant piece of limerick. Go on, Bill. So you're, you're scoring them both. You're scoring them before hearing both. Is interesting. They're both out of five. Okay. So, and I, I mean, that hit everything for me. Rhyme scheme, news relevance, an interesting story, and probably my favourite robot in health tech. Um, right. Bell. Well, ours is not based on a biotech story, because we oh, were not fine. told that. That is absolutely fine. <laughs> doesn't have to be a story, just has to be relevant. 
My pigeon fell down in the snow. Is its wing healing right? I must know. Our new gene sequencing app measures health from bird crap and we're 16 months from IPO. Okay, that's that's actually beautiful as well. Um, we even got a bit in about just getting a load of money from people but not actually selling them anything, which I know you're very into. <laughs> Steve's pet topic. Um, look, you've, you've hit... You've hit pigeon. You've hit IPO. You've hit. You've hit buy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna award that five, but also a bonus point uh, to bring you a little bit closer to. <laughs> a sympathy bonus point. That's not how they work. A wing what point. Could be more cutting edge tech than that. I. I'm. I am highly impressed by both of those, and the fact that you may manage to do them in five minutes makes them all the more wonderful. Well done. We could. Um, we could put the full text on pigeon socials as well, so everyone can print them out and stick them on their walls. Or it's true. I don't know. I probably want to be doing. You're not that. allowed to print ours card. out. Ours can only be put on the wall by people who are willing to cross stitch it. Right? That <laughs> wow. is what it deserves. It's a serious piece of art. But maybe calligraphy, fine calligraphy or cross-stitch are the only ways you're allowed to put ours on the wall. I thought you were going to attempt to monetize it, like, you know, <laughs> finally get some payment for being on this episode. Like an NFT. Yeah. Yeah. NFT. Yeah, yeah, make an NFT out of it. No, no, the, the model is we never monetize it, but someone just gives me 10 million quid for no reason. It's a good model. It's an unlikely model. Let's uh, let's do a quick score recap. So at the end... Oh. At the end of round two, uh, Belle has injured herself. Uh, at the end Belle, of round stop two, stop giving yourselves round of applause. You're just going to hurt yourself. <laughs> it's just so vigorous over here, <laughs> doing star jumps whilst limericking all the claps. DSK have got eight points, a highly respectable eight points, uh, but still, it's Santa's little jingle pigeons with eleven. Let's move on to the next round. So um, this one I've called Raising Health, you know, like Raising Hell, but health. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, simple premise. Who remembers Play Your Cards Right as a TV show? Yeah. Um, I don't. <laughs> was it on ITV? No. Channel 5. It was, uh, it, was, it was Bruce Forsyth with a load of cards and you just said higher or lower. Saturday Night Television in the 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who remembers Saturday night? It was great. It was good stuff. Um, it's like pre so, pre the generation game, like post Noel Noel's house party. That's yeah, not mine. Yeah, that that era. So it's sort of ninety four and on. Simple premise. First question is buzz in, and if you get it right, you get to go first, and you control the round. Then I'm going to tell you a company and how much they raised, and you have to say whether or not they raised more or less than I've told you. So higher or lower. If you get it right, you get to the next question. If you get it wrong, it goes to the other team. There are eight questions. Whoever gets the last question right wins the full five points. Here is your starter question. So once you buzz in, you've got five seconds. If you don't get it in five seconds, it gets passed over. So we've had three health secretaries this year. Name them. Hugh. Therese Coffey, Steve Barkley, and... Oh, God, no, I've lost it. I'm going to have to hand it over to Stephen Bell. Oh, Stephen Bell? Three health secs this year. Isn't it? Isn't the Sag the other one? Yeah, the Sag is the other one. No! Yeah, I've written that down. How could you forget Q, the Sag is eight Henry said in. that like 14 times or after Jared's edit, about nine times. I filter out references to the Sag. It's, it's simple. You get seasonal kind of seasonal affected disorder, but for SAD, like SAD affected disorder. Um, right. That means that Bell and Steve, you control this round. So I'm going to tell you a company and a raise number. And all you have to do is say whether you think they raised more 
or less than the number I give you. So higher or lower. We can confer. You can confer away. Yeah. So dementia and Alzheimer prevention app, five lives raised in November. But was it higher or lower than 3.5 million euros? So I don't, I don't know anything about the business bell, but they sound like they're doing something quite important, which makes me think lots of money. But their name is awful, which makes me think I wouldn't give them any money. Mm. So what do you think, Belle? I think it's probably quite a low raise. Higher or lower than 3.5? Also, we don't know what, like, percent of what it was, was it? You know, they might have been like, we just need to buy some new stationery. Let's just (laughs) sell 0.01% of something. I'd I'd say maybe higher just because it's obviously newsworthy. Are we locking in higher? Steve, are you happy with that? Could very well be wrong. Listen, I don't know anything. Of course, I'm going with what you Let's say, Bill. You are you are a med tech professional. True, and it was in fact higher. It was 3.8 million Look at that, euros. You see, we've got to trust go. Bell all the way. Okay, next up, it's Sarahca. Higher or lower than 300 million dollars? Oh, wasn't that in you the question earlier? This came up before. See? So if you were Bell, I think you know I think there's a lot of people called Sarah in the world. So there's a potentially <laughs> very big market for this company. It's not the total addressable market for this company. Is not just people called Sarah. Well, why <laughs> are they called that? looking after Sarah or whatever it is they're called then? It's. it's <laughs> I made the. Um, Come on. I actually noted experts. this down when it was said earlier. I think. So I think I noted down 320 million. So you're saying higher than 300 million? Yeah. Correct. It is 320 million. All right. Still in control of the round. Jess amazing at this. Sat in the background like... Getting worried now. Well, you should. A point to slipping away. It's like the only note I made. (laughs) Jess is going to beat me up after the episode. I'm really quite scared. (laughs) Don't worry, Jess. While Belle's winning this round, you can read some more health tech stories. (laughs) That's true. I'm actually... um, as the true PR professional that I am, I'm again, surrounded by newspapers at all times. Again, so this is a audio me. format. Please stop showing the audience. <laughs> I'll just rustle no, but them. The Wait, rustling, it's really right. nice because what the listeners are all thinking is, why don't they just buy Jess a laptop? <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the budget because we haven't got VC money. <laughs> So, next up, next question. It's Health Tech's second best avian, Birdie, who raised in June this year. Was it higher or lower than $29 million? Can I ask for some more information? Are they Birdie like B-I-R-D-Y or is it written like Wall E, like Bird hyphen capital E? Because that sounds like a more expensive brand. So it's B-I-R-D-I-E. They do like care home stuff. There's a lot of that. That sounds like a good market. It's much, there's more people in care homes than people called Sarah, so that's got to be doable. <laughs> there are lots of birds, though. More birds than people called Sarah, oh, probably. takeaway from this podcast. There are more people in care than there are people called Sarah. Did they start as a bird care company and then pivot to humans in care homes when they realised that people just don't like birds that much? <laughs> Steve, I thought your whole research for this was about bird, bird-based health techs, so you should no, be coming bird, in. Bird-based puns is what I've been researching. <laughs> I'm going to have to push you for an answer. Did Birdie um, raise more or less, or higher or lower than $29 million? Lower. It was higher. It was $30 uh, million dollars for Birdie, which means that Jess and Hugh, you're back yay. in the game. And we are halfway through the round. It's as tense as Christmas dinner at Buckingham Palace right now. Let's go on to the next one. Credentialing platform Medallion raised in July in their quest to license, credential and monitor provider networks. But was it higher or lower than $30 million? Henry, did you just say a string of random nouns? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 
<laughs> have you ever read a pitch deck, Steve? That's all they are. It's just random adjectives. Yeah, it's really hard to make a guess about how much they earned when you don't know what they do exactly. or what that's, any of the words mean. That's, or... the, that's how equitable this round is. It's just nonsense and anyone could win the points. So, so are they credentialing um, healthcare professionals or healthcare platforms? Networks. So the actual like organisations. Um, well, where one of our clients does something very similar, but for healthcare professionals, so I know that the demand is real and it's a big hurdle that costs a lot of time and money credentialing is expensive and slow. And so I imagine that if anyone can make it faster and cheaper, then they would be getting a lot of cash. Um, so I'm going to say higher. It was higher, 35 million medallion. Good. I'm starting to notice a pattern. They're all higher. They're all higher wow. so far, yeah. As if Henry wants to only mm. be on the good side of all of these companies and never mention the word, oh, they didn't quite make that much around any of them. So I'm worried that there's a real, like, boosterish element to this entire round and they're all just going to be higher. So, Jess, Everything. you're in control, that you might want to use that. Thank you for joining our advertising game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fine. Okay. It's, it's accurate and this is just a big business development exercise for me. Um, <laughs> Jess and Hugh, in March, LifeMine Therapeutics banked a load of VC cash for their fungi-powered medicines. But was it higher or lower than $180 million? That is a lot of money. Um, Again, psychedelics is an industry which is booming at the moment, getting a lot of cash. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not sure quite as much as 180. I do remember reading about this raise. I don't think it was as high as 180 million, but... I'm going to take the risk and say lower this time. It was lower. It was absolutely Oof. lower. A well paltry done. $175 million. So, Henry, why do you why do you hate this company, but you love all the other <laughs> ones? Are you like anti-mushroom or something? Yes. Uh, to, uh, to be fair, I like an uncooked mushroom, uh, but a cooked mushroom what? has a, a slimy texture that uh, doesn't butter any parsnips for me, I'm afraid. What? An un- Do you think you should be cooking your magic mushrooms, Henry? I think you're taking them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair to Henry, then I think they're not illegal if you, you eat them raw. Is that true? If they're still, like, wet and out the ground, they're not So it's drying them that makes them an illegal thing. I think. I don't remember. I'll be back in a minute. I've got some stuff to do. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just Henry's harvesting them off, like, a patch of lawn in the garden. <laughs> they're wet and freshly picked. I really like the fact that you think I have lawn. <laughs> We've all seen the whole issue about garden. Don't worry. Anyway, let's move on. So this means that we have only got two questions left. If Jess and Hugh can manage to control those, they get the full five points. If they don't, Belle and Steve can swoop in for the win. So, so we don't get, none of us get any points for the ones we've got right on no, the way. No. Winner takes all. It's a wow. He did lay oh, it shit. out, Belle. Yeah, oh, I, I thought, thought we were getting points for no, each no. of these. You've, you've just got to control it at the end. So back to the UK, it's scan.com. They raised in September, but was it higher or lower? than 22 million pounds. So Scan allows you to go and get an MRI or Sorry, any other type I of Scan check, privately. Is there a company in your space called Scam? Yeah, Scan. Scan with an, scan. With an N. Oh, with a N. Okay, sorry. I thought well, scam.com. Yeah. No one's investing in that. Yeah, it's a it's a crypt it's a it's a wine-based crypto, crypto yeah. um NFT enabled. Yeah. With, um, AI functionality. Uh, no, it's Scan with an N for November.com. Uh, they raised in September. What do they do? They basically, if you want to go and book an MRI or any other type of scan, you can go and do it privately, instantly, and those are still permissible with your NHS practitioner. So if you want to skip the queue for an MRI, scan.com will show you where you can do it, how much it will cost, and what the wait time is. 
I mean, nurses are on strike today, so <laughs> I think you're actually describing scab.com, technically. <laughs> Isn't that the, is that the anti-picketing um, website? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I started it by saying nurses are on strike today. I like it. It's good. It's all set uh, up, Henry. It was just set up punchline. Set up. It's this thing right. called a joke. <laughs> good. Right. Scan.com. Higher or lower than 22 million. Jess and Hugh. Um, well, anyone who's tried to book an MRI scan in the past couple of years and has been told that they have to wait 24 months for their MRI probably um, is excited about the existence of this platform. Um, not sure... Did you know how much they're charging for people to book and have these MRIs? Or is it's covered by NHS? I know it varies from region. So if you're booking it up in the Northwest, it'll be less expensive. But they're in the kind of uh, three-figure mark. So some of them are like 150 quid. And then depending what you want, there are some on there that are up to 750 or so. Depends what you want, how quickly you need it and where you are. How fancy you are. Is the Northwest cheaper due to a high prevalence of head injuries or a low prevalence of head injuries? I think you have to look at the ratio of scanning equipment to head injuries to work out the, the effective price metric. Um, if anyone from McKinsey is listening, that's there's probably about 20 hours worth of work there for you. Um, so Jess and Hugh, higher or lower than 22 million? Are we, are we allowed to ask whether this is a Series A or a Series B? You can, but I don't know the answer, so. Great. <laughs> you did your research there. Mm, okay. Yeah, thanks. Jess is really desperate to hold on here. It's good. Oh, yeah. I like this <laughs> One step series. away from you can she can sense victory, Steve. I can taste victory. It's so <laughs> close. Um, I'm really tempted to say higher, but I, to be honest, it's a guess. Hugh, have you got anything more concrete to work with? No, I'd be guessing either way. So let's go with higher. Okay, let's put our chips on higher. It was lower. You have to yeah. move. No, no. Oh, God. Move, yeah. Move the so decimal. Much it pressure. turns out, like, if you want an MRI scan, universities are full of PhD students who have to scan loads and loads and loads of people's brains. Just yeah. sign up, get paid 15 quid. I had to watch all of the uh, 500 seconds of summer. In a, 500 days of summer? Yeah, that's it. 500 days of summer I had to watch in an MRI scanner last year. Don't do that. It's a terrible thing. So you gave thing. up 500 days of your life for 15 pounds. <laughs> that doesn't like sound that. like a good deal to Halfway me. through, the experimenter <laughs> said, we're just going to pause the film. Do you need to take a break? And I said, oh, yeah, I'd love a break. She said, you can't get out of the MRI scanner in the break. I said, it's not a break then, is it? Put the bloody <laughs> film back on. I hated that movie in the sofa. So in an MRI yeah. scanner, that's Imagine torture. it in an MRI scanner. <laughs> well, still, 15 quid. And if I had a really serious brain lesion, I'm sure she would have spotted it. I got 50 quid, 5-0, and a picture of my brain when I was a student for getting mine done. It was yeah, great. Yeah, you see. Yes. Uh, if you do need a side hustle, getting your brain scanned obviously has some risks. Uh, please do look into that first. Pigeon is not responsible for those. This means that with the final question, it's gone over to Belle and Steve. Belle and Steve, what, if you get, if we get it right, wrong, what happens? Then it goes over to Jess and Hugh, and then they all they have to do they is say win the automatically. <laughs> say the opposite. Okay, well, I think like we're almost in a better position now, Hugh. Absolutely no risk and lots of potential to win well i think both teams have a 50 50 chance from here this is uh yeah all to yeah, play Henry's for he's done one that is just the same and he's just told you yeah, the actual it's answer. just literally it's how much did bell get paid this year was it higher or lower that all right here we go get this right five points are yours get it wrong and the five points are hugh and jess's in july tinnitus startup otto raised but was it higher or lower than £2.9 million. 
the thing with these is Henry's like, it's always close as well. It's never like really easy. He doesn't go, they raised a quid and it was actually 150 million. What was what was the number, Henry? 2.9, 2.9 million. Yeah, so it'll either be 2.95 or 2.85 million. It's not going to be easy, Belle, which is why it's all on you since you're being paid to be here. They were our, they were our client <laughs> and I know they raised quite a lot of money. And they were not my account, which means I don't know what that bit of money was. Just very frustrating. Was anyone here on that account? Because that is an unfair question, if so. Henry was. Okay, fine. Um, I would hazard so a So wait, let's just do Henry's psychology. If Henry worked on this one and Henry wants to brag about how great Henry is. Always. Is he going to say higher? I think it's probably higher anyway. I remember it being quite, it made a big splash. It got lots of coverage. They're a great, they're a great team doing great stuff. So higher or lower? I think higher. Mine. Steve, would you be happy with that? We do lose if I get this wrong, so I am I sorry. I literally have no idea either way. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't care. I don't care either. <laughs> All right, let's do it. We'll go higher. Okay, so in July, Tinnitus startup Otto raised 2.8 million. No! <laughs> I mean, yes! I you, all you've got to do is say the word lower to me and the five points are yours. <laughs> Lower. <laughs> I'd like to quote the great Homer Simpson before we do in the, by default of the two greatest words in the English language. Henry, you should ask them for the word lower before you told them 2.8. You should have asked them to guess what they thought it was. Well, I'm afraid that does leave uh, Santa's little jingle pigeons with a fairly insurmountable lead over Get Some Christmas. When With, it, with Get Some Christmas, Steve, is some spell S-U-M or S-O-M-E? How are you going? How are you working? Well, on? I'm I'm thinking front cover of the rap album because um, there's going to be some gaps in the rap market now that Snoop Dogg is probably going to prison for uh, some form of embezzlement somewhere in that deal we talked about earlier. Um, so I think with that's that's where we're going to launch ourselves. Get the capital G, lowercase e, capital T, uh, some S U M, and then Christmas. We might put some Zs on the end of Christmas. Is some capitalized? Um, I think let's keep the messing with the cases. Lowercase s, capital U, nice. lowercase m. Can't we steal this for some X? It could be get S-O-M, Xmas, get yes. some Xmas. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's nice. Why, so you guys watch out. That's why yeah, you we'll just I'm just going to jump in here and say the words lower <laughs> in case anyone tries to turn our victory over like on appeal. Huge technicalities pence in there. Um, <laughs> good. Well, look. At the end of that round, Santa's Little Jingle Pigeons, you have 16. Uh, get Some Christmas, however we're spelling it, have got eight. Oh. Eight. The last round has six questions, so I'm thinking... Belle, we can take this to penalties. Come no. on. No. I'm going to take this to penalties. I'm going to double the points for each of these. <gasps> yes, no, we're sorry. being penalised for our success, Hugh. This You're is not, not being okay. penalised. You get two points per question too. It's like how tax works, you know. Like the, the, more, the more money you earn, the more tax you pay. The more success you have in the quiz, the more we penalise you. Okay, well, Hugh and I are now on strike. So sorry. Oh, you're going to lose by default then. <laughs> um, Wait, we're both getting double points though, not just us, right? Everyone gets double points. So, so it's fine. No, okay, pe fine. no penalty. Fine. Let's, let's do it. So there are six questions here. Uh, this round is called Deck the Halls, another Christmas pun. There are six lines here. They're either from health tech decks that I've been sent, so investment decks, or I've got chat GPT to create them. So I've anonymized all the technology in them to save anyone from embarrassment. You're going to get three apiece. So... For anyone living under a rock, should we be describing what ChatGPT is? Yes, ChatGPT. I'll describe everything for people. For normal listeners, a deck is what people call a PowerPoint. 
when they want your money. That's right. And ChatGPT? ChatGPT is a thing that just generates really boring text and has put people out of business who get paid eight quid an hour to write websites that just exploit SEO. He's not wrong. Um, (laughs) Right. So we can either do this that you get three apiece, or if you want to add an element of jeopardy, you can buzz in and guess whether it comes from a real deck or it comes from ChatGPT. What do you fancy? However, however you however you envisage the round, Henry. No, do give us three each, because then there's plenty of time for everybody three to each, talk. You guys can't possibly. Otherwise, win. everyone will just be buzz, and then me saying some bullshit. Okay, fine. So we'll start with uh, we'll start with the team uh, who are currently bringing up the rear. Stephen Bell, this is your line. You have to tell me whether it is a real deck line or from ChatGPT. Yeah, I hope this is from one of yours, Bell. This would be amazing. We are at the forefront of the digital health revolution, delivering game-changing solutions that will transform the way healthcare is delivered. We're at the forefront of the digital health revolution, delivering game-changing solutions that will transform the way health healthcare is delivered. Is that real or did ChatGPT write it? Doesn't it doesn't tell us anything. It must be I think it's nice that someone did an MBA. <laughs> yeah, this ChatGPT is really invalidating the need for some courses. Mm, and management consultants. So you're saying you're saying that's <laughs> I chat think GPT. it. I think that's pretend. It's so it's so bland. Doesn't tell us anything at all. What do you think, Steve? See, I think it's real, just because. Well, all of those nonsense words were different. Chat GPT has a tell, which is that it tells you the same thing over and over and over again. So it would have said something like, "We're at the forefront of digital health. Digitally healthing the forefront." <laughs> so I think it's real. Can we read it to us again, please? We are at the forefront of the digital health revolution, delivering game-changing solutions that will transform the way healthcare is delivered. All right, Steve, I'll leave it to you. We can't win anyway, so it's fine. Let's go with we can. whatever you... We can always win, Bill. Henry says it's impossible. It's impossible mathematically, but, you know, I might deduct <laughs> from Jess or Hugh for sassiness. But we haven't even talked about what the appeals process is, what's the tribunal that we take people to. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of many stages all the way up to the High Court before this is decided. Surely surely Jared has final edit access, so can just edit out some some of the points on the other team. If we butter Jared up nicely enough, and I do have a direct line of communication with him. Should we just say it's real, Belle? I feel like we're overthinking this now. Let's do it. Let's do it. So it's real? You're saying real? Yeah, it's real. So we are at the forefront of the digital health revolution, delivering game-changing solutions that will transform the way healthcare is delivered comes from ChatGPT. Yeah, it's true. Jess looks so happy every time you guys get something wrong. (laughs) It sounded too bland for me. Let's move on to question two, which goes to Hugh and Jess. Our team of visionary thought leaders brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table, positioning us as the go-to experts in our field. Our team Wait, of visionary that's thought from leaders. Somex's website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exposed, exposed. Brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table, positioning us as the go-to experts in our field. I think that's got to be real. I'm sure I've seen that on countless company websites, countless. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's made it into a deck. So our team of visionary thought leaders brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table, positioning us as the go-to experts in our field is... Also from ChatGPT. Really? Yeah. Surprising. So far. All right. Let's flip back over to Bell and Steve. Bell and Steve, yours is a nice short one. Our solution is a game changer, solving a critical problem and filling a major gap in the market. 
Our solution is a game changer, solving a critical problem and filling a major gap in the market. They all sound like a robot wrote them, but that's because that's what decks sound like. Does, does anybody in your whole industry ever say what they do? No, that's that's literally the point of the industry. You have to get to the eighth right. page of the website to find what they actually do. Okay, good. I'm saying this one's real. I'm 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 just like let's let's go for it. Well, as in, just say it, everyone's real. It sounds like how I would. It sounds. Like, I think that's like last last bit of any pitch is that's how you'd end it for all the people who hadn't really been listening most of the way through. You'd end <laughs> it with, and we definitely do a thing. I like that. It's Clarkson ask. So you're going yeah. with true. Sure. Our yeah. solution is a game changer, solving a critical problem and filling a major gap in the market. It is sounds fake, but fine. False. It's false. It's not real. ChatGPT done that one as well. So, so far, three falsies. Let's go to Jess and Hugh for number four. We have forged powerful alliances with NHS heavyweights, positioning us for rapid expansion and market dominance. I'm not sure why I sounded quite so excited at the end of that. You need to read all of these in a way more military voice. Read that, read that one again as if it's an action movie trailer to get the real feel. <clears throat> I can't believe you're making me do this. We forged powerful... No, no, that's... <laughs> what was that? No, keep that going, like, me, please. That was like an ASMR video called Dad Puts You to Bed, that voice. What are you, action right. movie, come on. We forged powerful alliances with NHS heavyweights, positioning us for rapid expansion and market dominance. I'm Jared, can that I have that as a ringtone, please? <laughs> yes, please. Oh, I want that as my Slack notification sound. Yeah, I want that as like a standalone MP3 that I can use. <laughs> Jess and Hugh, now I've debased myself. Um, Do you think that's... No, that's too glorious. creepy. That is, that is, if anyone's got that in their pitch deck, I'll be seriously concerned. Um, please let that be chat GPT. Hugh, happy with that? Yeah, happy with that. It is also chat GPT. So four false oh, ones so points, far. Finally. I'm sending I mean, that, a thing. That, that does sound like somebody's description of their habits on a fetish website. <laughs> Market dominance. I don't think anyone has a fetish of NHS heavyweights. We need to just see what voice like... That could definitely be a thing. NHS triple X, right? Right. Yeah. They merged it with NHS Digital. NHS XXX used to just be a magazine, but now they merged it with NHS Digital. It's online. We've moved on. We've moved on from the top health magazines. Yeah, it's all on the internet now. Let's move on to question five. Belle and Steve, our early adopters yes. are raving about... We're going to say it's real, but it's fake. <laughs> our early adopters are raving about our product with a grotesque rate of retention and referral. <laughs> I haven't edited these. Please at say all. no I one's mean, used the word grotesque. Please. Grotesque in a pitch. Don't put that word in. That's grotesque definitely fake. Of retention. What do you think? Yeah, I just if I was trying to convince anybody of anything, I wouldn't put the word grotesque anywhere <laughs> in it. In case that just like this lot is the only word that they heard from the whole sentence. <laughs> like, oh, you're grotesque. Because you'd walk out of the room and all the people would be like, right, so let's talk about the grotesque ones. <laughs> you just can't have a hanging thing like that in there. You'd no. forever be known as the grotesque like app or the grotesque company. I mean, you um, lot are already now. I'm um, in my head. The t-shirts just say SOMX, market dominance. Um, <laughs> you just press a button and, and, Henry, and, and Henry just says it. It's like one of those <laughs> sound ones. Market dominance. Right. So that this podcast doesn't last three days. Fake. Chat GPT. It is Chat GPT, which means the final one goes to Hugh and Jess. And this one, it's a minus 26 points question. Do you know, weirdly, you guys are on 10, Jess and Hugh are on 16. So if you get this wrong, 
No, we were, didn't we get, to, we got two points for the last question. So we're on 18 oh, yeah, now. You guys are on 18. Point of order there. So I, I like Steve's angle here. If you get this wrong, it's minus 10 points and then it goes to a tiebreaker. Just Love mainly to, to annoy Jess. Uh, if you get it right, obviously you win. So the potential for growth and profitability is limitless with a massive global market and a clear competitive advantage. The potential for growth and profitability is limitless with a massive global market. Is that is that you can't have you can't have limitless growth and profitability. Someone's never worked in sales. Have you not seen the like, oh who who bought out WeWork and had the graphs that just said up? <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten who they were. Well. Soft like oh SoftBank or something. Yeah. It was SoftBank who invested. I feel like this is the WeWork pitch deck. Yeah. Maybe maybe it is. <laughs> you don't know. Up. <laughs> Increase. So nah, true nah, or false? No, it's fake. It's fake. Chat GPT. Yeah. All right. It is fake. Yeah, they were all false. There's no way I'd mock anyone, anyone's pitch deck. Fair play to anyone raising. That is a difficult task at the best of times. But the fact Come on, that- Henry. Grow a pair. You worse. I'm not going to sit here and just disseven- like this. But they would have been anonymized. No one would have known. None of them mentioned technology. None of them would remember what's in their pitch deck because their pitch They'd deck is just says techno-reliable <laughs> solutions, market dominance- egregious grotesque every single one of them they're not going to remember <laughs> well i thought i'd be nice and not hit on anyone's pitch deck not hit on anyone's pitch deck so that's not that's not what i mean so what's the 26 point tiebreak question uh well actually unfortunately they just won 20 to 8 points but if you'd like a tiebreaker I, which uh, i'd like to congratulate jess and you i would too i think Smashed they've done it. a really good job and they're clearly professionals who are on top of their brief that's not to say that you and Bell aren't professionals on top of your brief. It's just that when today's no, question to say that Bell is a professional who's not on top of her brief. And my <laughs> brief isn't knowing the answers to any of these questions. At the end of that, get some Christmas, you have eight points, which is... Which is a very lucky number in a number of cultures and in some ways more valuable than whatever they've got. Yes. And in other ways, like numerically, um, Santa's Little Jingle Pigeons, you have 20 points. Uh, and that means that you are this year's Health Tech Pigeon Christmas Quiz winners. A round of applause. This is the best thing that's happened to me in the entirety of 2022. Let's just state that for the record. As someone who gets to hear what you did every weekend on our Monday morning team call, I can confirm that's true. Um, <laughs> like you to get yourself some of that grotesque retention, Jess. <laughs> Right, let's wrap this up. Thank you all for joining. Steve, I hope we can have you back on the podcast soon. Oh, anytime you want, you know. You can explain to me where all this money comes from that the people just keep inventing and giving to each other. We don't know yet either. Uh, Jess, Belle, Hugh, thank you for joining us today. Have a fantastic Christmas. We will see you all next week for a non-Christmassy episode and then we'll be back in the new year. 